all coming on tonight. Welcome back, guys, to another NPSN show, episode four. I am your host, Nakona. And today we got with me, I got a, a, my same buddy as the recent two episodes, three episodes, Justin Signs. So today what we're going to basically be going over is, um, he's going to, I'm going to switch it over to him. He's going to explain what's going on and here he is right now. Oh, what's up, Nakona? All right. So today we're going to be doing a virtual mock draft. So basically I'm going to pick first of who are the Bengals are picking and Nakona is going to pick second and it's going to be a rotation. So we're going to do all 30, well, all, uh, not 32 all, picks. Yeah. All 32 picks basically. And we're just going to get started. So first on the board for this mock draft is the Cincinnati Bengals. And I have the Cincinnati Bengals going with national championship QB, Joe Burrow from LSU. Joe Burrow is a, you know, he has a pocket, presence which means that he can you know see good in the pocket when pass rushes are coming against him and he's mobile in certain situations and his weaknesses right now are his arm strength his arm strength could be a killer if he can you know work out a little bit you know but you know 63 221 pounds you know that's not really that's really good for a quarterback yeah and i like joe burrow as a quarterback because came from a great college like LSU, uh, he had a total of 60 touchdowns last year as his 2019 season, and he had 5,671 passing yards. That is great, and I have the Bengals taking Joe Burrow for the future. And like you were saying right there with that pick, I mean, obviously he has DC, he has good pocket presence. Whenever he's in the pocket, he fully wears him. I sort of could compare him to college type maybe a Josh Rosen type player but obviously he's not Josh Rosen he's not going to be Josh Rosen in the league because Josh Rosen was wouldn't say a bust but he was he's almost there he's almost there to be a bust and you got Joe like you're saying Joe Burrow's pocket presence he's I wouldn't say he's a mobile quarterback he's not really saying he's mobile but he can be mobile in certain situations to keep the play going more or less and then we're going to switch over to the Redskins at number two. They are low. They're really low. They've been really loaded on their D-line. But this is too good of a pick. I think it's the best person, defensive lineman in that any personnel or any executive has scouted in probably the possible past four or five seasons, six seasons. That's what they're projecting it as. And I got Chase Young. Defense alignment out of Ohio State. Yes, they got Jonathan Allen. They got Matthew Ioannidis. He was a former DN. Now he's, he's covering their D-tackle spot. And then they brought Montez Sweat. If they can move either Montez Sweat back to linebacker, to his original position, or not really his original position because he switches back and forth, they can bring in Chase Young. Chase Young is ver- uh, a very versatile football player, an athlete. Um, what gets him is his strength. His strength to be able to move linemen off their pass protection and get to the backfield. Obviously, Chase Young has had 
he tends to stand up going through the outside edge of the tackle and not fully follow through with his blocks or not with his blocks with his motion or whatever I'm or defensive technique that he's taught but he kind of stands up just a little bit I mean obviously that's an easable fix when he if you're going to the league but I mean with him having the amount of sacks amount of tackles he had this year at Ohio State that really boosted his draft his draft stock too so then now I'm going to yeah. flip it back over to Justin. He's going to go over who he thinks the Lions are going to take at number three. So at number three, I have the Detroit Lions taking cornerback Jeffrey Akuda. Akuda. I'm sorry about that. From Ohio State, 6'1", 205-pound corner, and his 40 time was a 4.48, probably the fastest one on the corner list. Um this guy impresses me. You know, Ohio State, great university to go to. You know, many players come out of Ohio State, like Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Dwayne Haskins. You know, a lot of good players come out, out of Ohio State. And I like this corner because Lions lost Darius Slay in the Eagles trade. And I think the needing position they are looking for is a corner. So I think Jeffrey going to the Lions would be good. In 2019, he had 35 solo tackles with nine passes broken up and three interceptions. That's really not that bad in 2019 for 35 tackles. But I do like this guy going to the Detroit Lions, filling in that Darius Slay spot, and even hooking up with Desmond Trufant with Patricia's defensive scheme, too, with the defensive coordinator. I like Jeffrey going to the Lions. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Matt Patricia comes from... Uh, he was a really good uh, D coordinator underneath Belichick, and he's been tra- really trying to overload the defense. And obviously, there's some D linemen that they could take, but I mean, obviously, they're filling a big spot with losing Slay, but they're gaining Trufant, which is kind of you don't know what to expect out of him. And then yeah. number four, number four, obviously, there could be a trade here between the four and the five pick on what. The Dolphins and the Giants can discuss But we're just going to go basically off of the order We're not going to do no trades We're not going to mix it up Nothing like that What we're going to do is we're going to go right here The Giants are going to go Tristan Wirfs out of Iowa I kind of Was iffy about the whole Tristan Wirfs and Judrick Wills Pick right here But overall To fit their tackle needs um, to protect Daniel Jones, obviously they have, uh, I can't think of his name. He came from the Browns. I, I don't want to mess up his name, say something wrong. I think it's either, I think it's Zietler. And then they got Hernandez. They got, um, Nate Soldier. And then I believe they picked somebody off a of free agency too. I think it was Cameron Fleming from the Cowboys. Yeah, Cameron Irving, Fleming. Oh no, Cameron Fleming. And then, obviously, number four, I was, like you said, I was kind of iffy right here. But Tristan Wirfs at Iowa, he was real fast off the ball. He's not as fast as uh, Makai Becton. Uh, we'll get into that later. But he they're really he, they're really there trying to fit his pass protection. He's more of a pass protection um, run blocking type. He's a balanced offensive lineman. He's not better at one than he is the other. So I have Tristan Wirfs going right here to the Giants. We're going to flip it over with the number five pick with the Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins are in a rebuild uh, construction right now. And they got about three first-round picks, I believe. Yeah. 
something like that. Could and, get more. and could get more from trading. And, you know, they're open to, you know, trading with any team. But I think they're going to keep their pick right here at number five. And they're going to go with Mr. Tua Tagalova out of Alabama quarterback. Tua got benched after he had that gruesome hip injury against Mississippi State. And, you know, you know his, his draft stock, you know, broke down after that because of his hip. But I do have... The Dolphins taking him because Ryan Fitzpatrick did decent with them for, you know, over a year. Yeah. And I think that they need a rookie to come in because Fitzpatrick is, you know, getting old. And mm-hmm. when his time comes up, they need a rookie to, you know, keep the franchise going. And I think that's what Brian Flores is trying to do too as a head coach is keep, you know, the offense and the defense all together again. And that's a lot that they did have a pretty good free agency. And I kind of ranked them as number one in free agency because they did pick up pretty good players like uh, Cowboys corner, Brian, or I'm sorry, uh, Byron Jones, Patriots linebacker, Kyle Van Noy. And, you know, I just think that they need a quarterback to, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick to leadership him. So I think at this pick, they go with Tua and, you know, Ricky coming out of Alabama, I think was good, which is Nick Saban, you know, taught him a lot of lessons. So I do have the Dolphins picking Tua. Yeah, that's a very good pick. Obviously, like you said, there was little discussions between teams uh, that project- projected him to drop just because of his hip injury. If he was be able to place himself in the pocket, be able to do the same thing. Obviously, he is a left-handed quarterback, and he could be one of the greater left-handed quarterbacks. I mean, obviously, you had Mike Vick and you had uh, Steve Young. Those are two greats. I wouldn't put him in that class just yet. But he has the ability to be a a great quarterback that is also left-handed. But then we're going to move into number six. We got the Chargers. Obviously, there is a little bit of speculation with their quarterback situation. They said they were going to keep Tyrod. Do I think Tyrod is going to stay there? Mm, Not really. There's a little bit of iffy between the Chargers and Tyrod. So what I have them taking here is they have Justin Herbert. Excellent quarterback at or- at Oregon. He like he's, he's like, kind of like Joe Burrow. He plays himself in the pocket. Good pocket presence. A little bit more arm strength. He's more of a strong arm quarterback. Um, he was able to hit some deep routes on receivers when they cut to the outside. His ball placement on corner routes uh, towards the sideline little iffy, but obviously there's a lot of work to improve. But right here I have Justin Herbert going to the Chargers. And next up we have the Panthers with Matt Rule. Before I start, you know, I, I do like Justin Herbert, you know, going to the Chargers too. You know, going with Keenan Allen. You know, he's got a quarterback. Hunter Henry signed his, uh, I think, franchise tag. So, you know, I do like Justin Herbert going to the Chargers. You know, rookie quarterback changing that franchise around. Mm-hmm. But at number seven, the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers acquired Teddy Bridgewater and XFL's outstanding T.J. Walker from the Houston Roughnecks. They uh, traded with the Jets for Robbie Anderson. Got a new head coach. And I think right here they're going to build around Teddy Bridgewater and they're going to take an O-lineman out of Georgia, which is Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas was a good offensive tackle. Uh, he was, you know, he had a good pass block, good run block, and, you know, he kept, I think he played the right side, right? Mm, yes. 
Okay, and he you know he kept that right side locked down for Jake Fromm and DeAndre Swift, and that's what made DeAndre Swift those big holes was you know right tackle position, and you know Jake Fromm didn't get sacked that much this year because of the offensive linemen. So I do like Andrew Thomas going to the Panthers to protect Teddy Bridgewater and you know Christian McCaffrey, and I just think Andrew Thomas is a good fit for their O line since they're in need of one. Yes. And right here, obviously, with number eight, we got the Arizona Cardinals. They required DeAndre Hopkins. They got a wide receiver core. If they never would have uh, Hopkins, I probably would have taken a wide receiver right here. But they got Hopkins. They got Kirk. They're shopping Kirk maybe for another pick. Um, They got Fitzgerald. They got Andy Isabella. And obviously, they got Kyle Murray. Right here, they signed Jordan Phillips out of in free agency. Defensive tackle, he did decent, but he didn't do he did he did a little mediocre with the Bills. He started his first full season this year after the departure of Kyle Williams. And what I have them, they really need to build on their D linemen and they de- their D defense. Uh, so right here, I have them picking Derek Brown out of Auburn. Derek Brown was a very run stopping. The teams probably ran close to four yards of carry. Three yards of carry with him in at def- at nose guard. So right here, I have them p- taking the big man uh, nose guard, um, Derek Brown. And next we have the Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguar- Jaguars at pick nine. For me, I'm going to select Isaiah Simmons. The Jaguars lost a big key to their D-line with uh, Calarius Campbell going to the Baltimore Ravens. And... I think Isaiah Simmons at linebacker with this Jaguars defense will fit because I think Isaiah Simmons at Clemson, he played linebacker a, and um, safety too. Yeah, he played two positions. And I like this kid because, you know, him being, you know, the Kulayers Campbell, you know, exit, I think him being substitution to that D line will help them. You know, as a linebacker and a defensive end, maybe. But I think what this, what he is going to play is on the defensive line because Isaiah Simmons, he's a mobile, you know, linebacker. He'll play anywhere. So I think I like Isaiah Simmons going to the Jaguars from Clemson. Yeah, he's also considered in the top ten. So then we're going to go on to the Browns at number ten. Yes, the Browns are looking at many different positions to fill but there's still a big guy from Alabama big man up front that is still available and what they're trying to do is they're trying to fill that offensive line vacancy I mean obviously it took a big hit giving away Zietler they kept Batonio and Joe Thomas retired yes they have uh, Cameron Irving they picked in the first round I wouldn't say he's doing terrible but they still need to fill in the spot they got Conklin they got JC Treader they got Batonio um, what I say they're going to take right here is they're going to take Jedrick Wills out of Alabama. He was really well protecting Tua, obviously, because Tua, he played right side, I think he did, and Tua's rolling out to left, so that means he turns into Tua's blindside blocker, make sure he protects his blindside. So Jedrick Wills was very uh, more of a pass, pass blocker type player. Um, he was also good on the run. He's more like of Tristan Wirfs. Intercompatible. 
Um, very versatile, strong first step. That's a big hitter when it comes to offensive line is you got to have that strong first step, that drive. Yep. So what I have right here is I have Dredrick Wills going to the Browns. That's not, you know, that's not a bad offensive lineman too. Uh, you know, top 10 right there, you know, offensive lineman. I like him going to the Browns, you know, protecting Baker Mayfield and letting Baker Mayfield and Nick Chubb do their work. So I do like. And they still got, um, I believe, Kareem Hunt. Yes. So now we're going to go to the New York Jets. New York Jets are in need of a wide receiver after the departure of Robbie Anderson going to the Panthers. So I think Sam Darnold's new partner is going to be CeeDee Lamb out of Oklahoma. CeeDee Lamb impressed me with Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley. CeeDee Lamb is like a deep threat wide receiver, so I compared him to Julio Jones. Julio Jones is an outstanding deep wide receiver with Matt Ryan and the Falcons. So I got CeeDee Lamb going to the Jets just because he's a great wide receiver. He's one of my top wide receivers in this year's draft. And I like CeeDee Lamb going to the Jets with Sam Darnold. Yeah, I mean, like you said, obviously uh, I would have had that flip-flop because right here they're flipped between um, they're flipped between Jerry Judy and CeeDee Lamb in my opinion, but I mean, obviously we each have different opinions. Personally, I like CeeDee Lamb over Jerry Judy going to the Raiders, but I mean, obviously it's, it's interchangeable too. I mean, obviously you can tell that two teams have two play, uh, personnels have them going to Raiders and the other two have them going to the Jets. Jets and Raiders are both in need of wide receivers. So obviously number 12, they're not going to pass up on Jerry Judy. They're going to take Jerry Judy right here. He's similar to CeeDee Lamb. He hits his uh, inside uh, routes good. He hits post routes pretty well. He also had a lot of good stop and go and comeback uh, routes that were pretty, pretty good. I mean, obviously he had probably I think seventeen, seventeen and a half yards uh, every time he caught the ball. So that's actually really well as a wide receiver coming yeah. in the draft. So I mean, that's basically all I have. I mean, obviously they're not going to pass up. On CD and Jerry Judy between the 11th and 12th pick. It's either going to be one or the other, in my opinion. And then we're going to move over to 13. Right now, obviously, you got 49ers that are in need of a wide receiver uh, defense. So Justin's going to say his pick right here. And right here, I got them taking Henry Ruggs the third out of Alabama. Ran a 4.27, which is the fastest wide receiver time. And he's got elite speed. Playing with two uh, Alabama, I saw a lot of, you know, in with Jerry Judy, I saw a lot of them do, you know, work. And I like this wide receiver going to the 49ers with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, they did outstanding this season, going to the Super Bowl, obviously losing to the Chiefs. Yep. And I think with the departure of Emmanuel Sanders also going to the Saints, I got them picking another wide receiver to fill in that Emmanuel Sanders position. And that's going to be Henry Ruggs the third out of Alabama. Yeah, and they also got a first rounder for the DeForest Buckner uh, mm-hmm. trade to the Colts. That was also a big pickup for the Colts as D lineman. I mean, obviously they have uh, Rashad Evans. I think it was Rashad Evans. Um, but then we're going to move into the Bucks. The Bucks got Tom Brady. They got Chris Godwin. 
got OJ Howard. They got Mike Evans, Vita Vea, uh, Shaquille Barrett. So they're pretty set. They got a pretty playoff contending, maybe even conference championship contending team. Yep. And what I have them taking right here is I have them taking. Um, let's see. I have them taking a offensive lineman by the name of Makai Beckton. Beckton. Obviously, there was a little speculation with his um, the new CBA rule between the supplements, or I won't say it was supplements, but performance enhancement drugs, whether it was marijuana, it was uh, a performance enhancing. So he already moved into stage one, which was for is for sixty days in the new CBA rule. So even though I don't think that will affect him because college and high school, he had no uh, problems with any of the supplement testing or no testing. Everything came back clean. It was maybe probably his first time. But Mackay Beck, uh, Beckton, I mean, obviously he came out of Louisville. I believe he was a freshman when – was he a freshman when Lamar – yeah, I believe he was a freshman when Lamar uh, – Yeah, I believe so. He was a freshman or a sophomore. But I think sophomore. Mackay was – a great left tackle. He's fast. He was one of the fastest. I compared him to Ron Armstead based off his speed. He's the fastest, uh, fastest uh, offensive lineman in this year's uh, draft combine. And even with his pulling plays, I mean, he pulls hard. He can get around the corner. I mean, he's basically a fast, a fast offensive lineman. He's he has agility. He's versatile. They can move him different spots, whether it's center, guard, tackle, obviously. They have Ryan Jensen. They have uh, Ali Marpet out of Hobart, which was a late rounder that was really well, really, really good uh, offensive lineman. But obviously they're going to fill another spot here with the left tackle. The right side, they have DeMar Doxon, so they're going to fill in that left side, which is going to be Makai uh, Becton. And now we're going to move over to the uh, Broncos at 15 with uh, John Elway. John Elway here. Big decision coming because they were eyeing a raw receiver here. But I think John uh, Elway is going to change his mind. He's going to go with Clavon Chasen out of LSU. Uh Uh, Linebacker. This kid impressed me this year. He had great film, great combine stats. And I think with him going with veteran Von Miller – after the departure of, you know, veteran Derek Wolf to the Ravens, I think that that defense needs an extra middle linebacker to build around Von Miller. If Von Miller retires or he exits the league, you have Chase in there to fill in for Von Miller. And I think this defense will be better with him there because he is an outstanding linebacker. He plays everywhere. He also, I think the Broncos do run like a 3-4, th- uh, something like that, I think. And yeah. I like him and I like Chasen and Miller being, you know, on both sides, you know, stopping the run, stopping the passes. So I like Chasen going to the Broncos right here at this pick. Yeah, I mean, Chasen was also, he was an edge rusher at LSU. He was also interchangeable at linebacker. He's a very versatile player. I mean, if they have, if they need to move him to linebacker, they can. If they keep him at DN, he's also pretty good. So I mean, obviously, it's going to come down to off season, not really off season, more or less training camp type scenarios. If they ever get into that, I know they're moving into virtual. So I mean, it all comes down to that. But obviously, right here we got the Dallas Cowboys. They gave away 
Um, you have the Falcons. Back. Oh yeah, the Falcons. Falcons. They gave away. Um, yeah. They gave away Quinn for probably a incredible amount of money. They got not Quinn. <laughs> I mean, you got the Falcons. I keep talking about the Cowboys. The Falcons. They need a D line. So basically right here I have them taking Javon Kinlaw. Javon Kinlaw was out of South Carolina. He's about the same as um, Chase Young. Chase Young was a very, like he said, versatile. He's speedy off the ball. He's a defensive tackle. Obviously he's more of a, uh, I would say, more of a pass rusher more than a run stopper. But in my opinion, obviously he's he's got the size. He's got the speed. He's got the agility. His hand placement on offensive linemen over centers and playing over guards was he went up against some of the top guys uh, this year. So, I mean, obviously, I believe he can have him a pretty good career in with the Atlanta Falcons because obviously they're looking for um, a D tackle, maybe even a corner here. I mean, it just depends. They're looking for a def defensive side of the ball. So now we're going to switch over to the Cowboys. Hey, my Dallas Cowboys. I got them after losing Robert Quinn to the Bears. They lost a lot of defensive players. Malik Collins to the Raiders. Jeff Heath to the Raiders. Jason Winton to the Raiders. Mm, I thought Byron Jones to the Dolphins, which is a pretty big loss. All those pretty big losses we lost. Randall Cobb to the Texans. So right here, I do have them taking defense. Corner. Cornerback out of Florida, C.J. Henderson. C.J. Henderson, he is a pass coverage corner. This is why I have the Cowboys taking him. The Cowboys had Byron Jones for numerous years, and he was a pass coverage corner. And I think the Cowboys need to refill that pass, co uh, pass coverage corner with going with C.J. Henderson. He's one of my top two corners that I have. And from Florida, he had great, you know, great film, too. He's 6'1". And with the Cowboys losing a lot of defensive players, I think I have C.J. Anderson going to the Cowboys. Also, the Cowboys did acquire Jared McCoy, Dontari Poe, and they also have veteran coming back, Tyrone Crawford. And HaHa -Ha Clinton Dix was assigning two for their safety position. So I have C.J. Anderson going to the Cowboys at this pick. So now we're going to take it to the Miami Dolphins. Yes, right here you got many teams speculating about this guy out of Penn State. This fast edge rusher definitely has the size. His name is Yatir Gross Matos. He's an edge rusher. Obviously the team before them, the Cowboys are also looking at Yatir. So I mean this is somebody that is fast. He's a fast uh, edge rusher. Obviously... Many teams have them taking Josh Jones and Austin Jackson out of USC. But I believe Josh Jones and Austin Jackson will end up dropping to maybe their next pick or in between their next pick. So what I got the Dolphins taking right here is Yatir. Yatir was a very, very decent defensive end for Penn State. It was under John Franklin, I believe his name is, his defense and his off, uh, yeah, his defense. And he did really well this season. I mean, obviously, it doesn't just depend on sacks. It depends on tackles. It depends on how well he's doing against these top-rated um, offensive linemen. Obviously, they're ranked in about the top seven, top five for the longest until they end up dropping. And they also won the bowl. 
So I mean, obviously, right here they got they got they need to fill that edge rusher. They got Christian Wilkins, and what they need to do right here, I believe, didn't they also get um? Did they get Murphy? Uh, Trent uh, Murphy. I thought they did get Trent Murphy. I, I think mean, I think they did. I mean, yeah, like you're saying here, you got you got Christian Wilkins. Christian Wilkins did pretty decent right here. Um, so. It's not, it's not a bad player, because obviously they need D linemen, but right here they're gonna take Yatir Gross uh, Matos out of Penn State defensive end, and now we're gonna move on to the Raiders with another pick in the draft. So with another pick in the draft, Mike Mayock is gonna take cornerback Christian Fulton out of LSU. This guy impressed me too as a corner. He had a great coverage throughout the whole season, and you know he had a a lot of breakup passes. He had 14 breakup passes, and you know he helped you know the Tigers win the 2019 national title. And you know this guy caught many passes. He caught many interceptions from Tua, which is you know a big big quarterback in this year's draft. And I like this guy going to the Raiders because he gives. He gives Mike Mayhawk another corner, you know, to work with after acquiring or acquiring, I'm sorry, all those Dallas players that the Raiders got, you know, with the outstanding D line they just got. So I think them taking a corner right here helps their secondary out and keeps Mike Mayhawk where he wants to rebuild this team at and they take a corner here. Yeah. And then you also got the number twenty, you gotta get you got the Jaguars. The Jaguars obviously took at number. Who they take? Who do we have them taking? We have them taking Andrew Thomas. They got an offensive lineman. Obviously, there's a good guy on the board still by the name of Justin Jefferson. He's a wide receiver out of LSU. He was very, very good on his cuts this year with LSU under Joe Burrow and um, their offense coordinator that obviously moved over to with Matt Rule, Joe Brady. So good on his cuts. He's good on uh, making inside post routes, inside corner route or outside corner routes. Um, very versatile, agile player. He's got some speed on him. But obviously today they just gave away gave away Marquise Lee, so that took a big hit. So that may be also. Projecting that they're going to take a wide receiver after giving him away. They got D.D. Westbrook. They got Dante Moncrief. So what I have them taking right here is they got wide receiver Justin Jefferson out of LSU. Okay. So now, now it's the, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. I have them after not signing Jason Peters and them losing. I think it was uh, I forgot his name. Halala Pulu Vitai. Yes. I have them taking Josh Jones out of Houston, offensive tackle. I like this guy out of Houston because he was a great, he was a great, you know, blocker. And I have them, you know, I have him going to the Eagles because I think the Eagles need a position filling for the offensive tackle needs since Jason Peters, the veteran, probably won't sign because the Eagles won't give him a contract or I think he just won't sign. So I got them taking Josh Jones out of Houston because of that left tackle position. Yes, I mean, obviously that's a need in their spot after losing that veteran, and that's somebody that they need to um, they need to fill. 
And so now we're going to go over to um, well, number 22. We got the Vikings. The Vikings have another pick in this year's draft. I believe that that took place of the uh, – no, that wasn't the digs. I believe this is just their, ba their basic pick that they got. So right here you got many different – players still up on the board you got many projected picks that they're gonna take i mean they're in need of a wide receiver they lost um they lost uh who they lose they lost Diggs. they are hoping to resign everson i believe it was everson griffin but i don't think he's gonna resign he said he'd take a cheaper contract so i mean many people had them taking a corner right here but i actually have them actually taking a uh, wide receiver Denzel Mims out of Baylor. Denzel Mims was very, uh, like I said, as many wide receivers, agile, agile, uh, versatile type wide receiver. He's got speed. He's got hands. Um, they're not bringing him down based off his height, his weight, nothing like that. So, I mean, I just have them taking uh, Mims right here with the 22nd pick. So, now we got the 23rd pick. We got the Patriots. Patriots. Mm, right here, you know, after the departure of Tom Brady, veteran, I still think that the Patriots are in need of uh, maybe offense. So I got them taking right receiver Denzel Mims out of Baylor. I just said that for the Vikings. Okay, my bad. Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Sorry about that. I got mixed up. Okay. Robbie Stever. I think I have them taking Jalen Rigger. Or Rigger. Rigger Great yeah. outstanding Robbie receiver from TCU. Uh, junior. And I like this guy. He's a great. I think he's a deep threat. And I like his catching. And, you know, he did an outstanding job at the um, Combine. And after the combine, too, he was still running the same 40 that he ran at the combine. So, and, you know, that brought his draft stock up because he was projected to go in the second round. Now I got them going to the Patriots because, in my words, I think the Patriots are going to sign Cam Newton this before or after the draft. So I got them going with Jalen to fill in, you know, for Cam Newton because I do think Cam Newton is going to get picked up by the Patriots. Yes, and now we got the uh, Saints. They've had sort of rough years in the playoffs. Obviously, we all know that. But the po position that they're going to need to fill now is they're going to need to fill a linebacker position. And right here, I have them taking Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. Um, their defense coordinator this year was pretty excellent. Uh, obviously, led them into the top four, final four. Um, they lost, obviously, first. Um, but... Right here, he was very good setting the edge. He was very good. In, he was more of a, I think he was more of a pass coverage run stopper, maybe. Uh, didn't really look too much on him, but based off of the sources, many teams have him going because the Saints need to fill a linebacker spot. And obviously, it was based back and forth that there's still a good linebacker out of LSU. Patrick Queen's still available. But right here, I have them taking Kenneth Murray with a 24th. And now we're going to go back to the Vikings um, again. Okay. And back with the Vikings, I think this was the pick they got after the Stefan Diggs trade, right? I, I can't. I can't. I think. 
I can't think if they got a first rounder out of it. I can't remember. I know they okay. got it. They had to get it from somebody though. Okay. And right here, I got another linebacker going from LSU. Linebacker Patrick Queen going to the Vikings. Him there, he's going to be around Anthony Barr. And I feel like Anthony Barr teaching him his skills. I think Patrick Queen is a good position. You know, led the Tigers again to the national championship. And I like, you know, he's a very outstanding guy. He can protect the running back if they're going out for a pass. He protects tight ends. He's got good tight coverage. So I have Patrick Queen going to the Vikings with Anthony Barr. And then number 26, you got the Dolphins again. Their final uh, third pick in that first round. Right here, they're trying to fill in for Kalen Ballage. They're trying to fill in a running back position right here. But I don't have them taking running back. They took a fur, they took a projected decent quarterback. So what I have them taking right here is Austin Jackson out of USC. He didn't play, I believe, he didn't play all of the training camp because he was donating. He had to donate bone marrow for his sister that had, I believe, cancer. But him just coming in right away and playing these games and these practices, these practices, he did really excellent. He's very able. He's Obviously, he's not in the top 10, but he's still a good offensive lineman this, in this year's draft. Obviously, there's so many offensive linemen that are uh, really good that many teams are going to get because this is a offense-type year draft. So what I have them, they're needing to fill that protective spot because right now their offensive line is probably pitiful with them giving away Tunsil to the Texans for a first uh, rounder and them giving that first uh, yeah didn't they get the first rounder out of uh, Larry Tunsil yeah and I don't know what they did with that after that but uh, right here I believe they're going to take Austin Jackson out of USC and then number 27 there is now the Seahawks the Seahawks I got the Seahawks I think my pick here is going to be AJ or AJ Apensa from Iowa after putting Jadavion Clowning in free agency, I think that the Seahawks do need another edge rusher to fill in that Clowney spot because I don't think Clowney is going to, you know, re-sign with the Seahawks. So i got AJ going here. You know, he's a great outstanding pass rusher. He's got quick hands and he's a run stopper. He's so I got him going. Five too. <laughs> yes, he's also six foot five. So I got him going to the Seahawks. And then number 28, we got the... Baltimore Ravens. They're in need of a linebacker position. Patrick Queen went, and Kenneth Murray went. There's a guy out of Wisconsin named Zach Bond. I believe they're going to take this linebacker out of uh, Wisconsin right here. Zach Bond was very – he was a really good player. Um, me watching them play many different teams, he was a more of a pass coverage. He was able to drop back. Um, he's obviously he's one of the top – top players he's also their uh one of their probably primary guys but he was also involved in the whole uh i guess supplement sample or whatever that happened with um that happened with makai beckton so i don't think that's gonna Derek, he's gonna drop to the second round obviously i think you got a team that can take him early on so i believe they're gonna take zach bond here because they obviously they got one of the best linemen of this decade I mean, they got Calais Campbell, Derek Wolf. They got, um, I think they, think they got involved from the Vikings, and then the Vikings got uh, Michael Pierce. 
and then they obviously they got uh, head just went blank. They got Danielle Hunter. So right here I have them taking a linebacker. They're in need of that linebacker spot. So now we're gonna move over to the 29th pick with the Titans. The Titans. Titans have a good running back. Uh, Derrick Henry. Also have you know multi-millionaire now uh, Ryan Tannehill. So I think they're going to build around Ryan Tannehill and uh, Derrick Henry, and they're going to go with offensive tackle Austin Jackson out of USC. 6'6", 310 pounds. That's a big guy, 310 pounds. And I like them going after losing, I think, uh, Jack Conklin. What was his yes. name? Or Conklin to the uh, Browns. And that's why I have them going with Austin Jackson to fill that position up. Like the Eagles, you know, Eagles losing veteran, you know, Jason Peters. And I had them going with Josh Jones out of Houston. So now I got the Titans refilling that left tackle position with Austin Jackson. Out of Austin USC. Jackson went already. Where'd he go? He went. I had him taking to the Dolphins. But another guy that you also could take there to fill in that position is there's also a center. another tackle. There's a center named Caesar Ruiz. Them taking Caesar Ruiz maybe as their center, moving him to guard after they lost Conklin. And then obviously Conklin wasn't a guard, he was a tackle. And then them moving maybe uh the guy they took last year. Uh they took a the guy in the second round last year. Obviously, I saw him go. I completely went blank with his name. He was very he was very mobile for his size at guard, but I'd say them moving him to tackle and then bringing in Cesar Ruiz right here would be a big spot for them. Um, just because Cesar Ruiz, he did really good at um, Michigan. Michigan was probably, I wouldn't say their offense line was excellent, but he really anchored down even though at the center position. But he's a guy that you can also move around. I mean, he doesn't just play center. Obviously, there's a guy out of LSU still up, uh, Cushenberry. But uh, he's, like I said, he's very versatile. He's big. Um, but I would have them taking Titans right here because obviously I can see that you're, even though Austin Jackson went at number 26 to the uh, Dolphins and you're trying to compare the two, I'd say right here, Cesar Ruiz would also fit too with the Titans. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't know that Austin Jackson went. Yeah. So. So then we got at number thirty. Number thirty, we got my Packers. Obviously, there is many speculation that they could go after DNs, wide receivers, but personally, this is a more of a personal pick right here. They got they got Brandon Ayuk. Still on the board. Obviously, they can maybe pick him in the second round. And also, they got LaVisca Shenholt uh, out of Colorado. But personally, right here, I would say they're starting to do the same thing they did with uh, Favre. When Favre was in his last years with the Packers, they kind of nudged him out of there. And then, obviously, they let him go in free agency. And then the Vikings picked him up, and he brought them to a conference. So, right here, I have them taking Jordan Love. Obviously, Jordan Love dropped a lot. Jordan Love is probably projected to drop a lot in this. Uh, he was projected in projected in the top ten, but when you're bringing Tua and 
Justin Herbert in the picture. He did. That's out of the picture. I mean, obviously, the Raiders said that they were going to 100% go wide receiver, not worrying about quarterback. They got Mariota. They got Carr. And right here, I have them taking Jordan Love out of Utah State. He turned Utah's program around, made them into a top-five team throughout the season in the rankings for NCAA collegiate rankings. So... He wasn't very of he was he can be versatile. He's, he has decent pocket presence. He can also be mobile in certain situations. Um, he rarely, I would say, he barely, really, rarely moved out of the pocket all the time. He barely moved out. Um, but also, there's spots right now, right here, where they could trade. They could also trade for maybe a wide receiver, give up the pick. I mean, there's also different scenarios. I mean, this is just obviously what we think is going to happen um, and what our projected picks are going to be. But now at 31, you got the 49ers again. And right now there is still some corners up. There's still some D tackles up. And there's still a pretty decent uh, edge rusher up. So I'm going to give that to Justin. So with this pick, uh, I'm going to go with Trayvon Diggs out of Alabama corner. Yeah. I think it's a perfect time to add Richard Sherman a, uh, you know, a backup to him, and I think Richard Sherman showing him his skills would be a natural fit for the 49ers because the 49ers do run a they cover three, and I think Trayvon Diggs he he's you know a good man up coverage guy he's a good pass up or pass coverage guy. And I think he has good ball skills, you know, catching the ball, not dropping any passes. And he had a really outstanding season with Alabama in 2019 after coming off a season-ending injury in 2018, hurting his foot, or I think breaking it. And I think adding Trayvon Diggs helps Richard Sherman on the other side or at a slot corner. So I got them taking Trayvon Diggs out of Alabama. Yeah, that's a good pick too. So, 32, we got the Super Bowl winning Kansas City Chiefs. They could also trade out right here. They could also get their guy. Right here, there's many teams selecting, say that they're going to take a center. They're going to take, um, many people said they're going to take Lloyd Cushenberry. But right here, to be honest with you, I think Lloyd can drop. But right here, I have them taking J.K. Dobbins at Ohio State. J.K. Dobbins did really, really good with them. I wouldn't say he did. He actually, he actually, to be honest with you, he did good. I mean, he yes. didn't do terrible. I mean, obviously, he had, I believe, let me see real quick. He had over, I believe, he had number three. He had 725 attempts for 4,459 rushing yards. He had 38 touchdowns and 6.7 Yards of carry. That's excellent for a running back running in a top SEC programs, top different programs. Obviously, um, J.K. Dobbins played Ohio State, so he played a lot of Big Ten programs. So, he did really well under Ryan Day's offense. I mean, obviously, they were more of a um, – they try to go back and forth between pass and uh, run. So, I think he will do really well with the uh, Chiefs. Since they're in need of a running back, obviously, they lost mm-hmm. McCoy to free agency. But that was basically our uh, projection projection of this year's NFL uh, 
draft. Obviously, we're probably going to be live when the draft is going on. And we'll just uh, break down our picks of who of which team gets who. Obviously, we're going to be watching it with you guys, all you uh, viewers. We're going to be getting, we're going to be going live, having a basically like an NFL virtual draft party, basically. And we're going to see who, which players pick, uh, get picked. Obviously, there's still recognizable names that didn't get picked. A guy's name, uh, Ross Blaylock. You got Lloyd Cushenberry. You got Julian Akawara. Um, you also got uh, DeAndre Swift, Jonathan Taylor. T. Higgins. T. Higgins is one that could possibly even go 33-34 pick. I mean, obviously, he did really good at Clemson. Obviously, I mean, obviously, there's uh, Ezra Cleveland, too. Brandon Irick, Harrison Bryant, Xavier McKinney, uh, Grant Delpit. And this is just our projection. These are Some of these players will drop out of the first round that we had maybe picked late, middle. Uh, obviously, A.J. Terrell is another good corner. But that was our uh, first round projection of the 2020 uh, NFL draft. Obviously, it was supposed to be held in uh, Las Vegas, but it got postponed because of the COVID-19. And now a lot of teams are doing their uh, war rooms from home. So, I mean, basically right here we got 32 best picks that we took. I mean, obviously... We're going to recap. One, Joe Burrow. Two, Chase Young. Three, Jeff Akuda. Four, Werfs. Five, Tagovailoa. Six, Herbert. Seven, Thomas. Eight, Brown. Nine, Simmons. Willis, Lamb, Judy, Ruggs, Becton, Chasen, Kinlaw, Henderson, Matos, Fulton, Jefferson, Jones, Mims, Rieger, Murray, Queen, Jackson, Epinesa, Bond, Ruiz, Love, Diggs, and Dobbins. Those are our 32 picks for this year's uh, 2020 mock draft. Make sure you guys uh, like and subscribe. Like I said, we're going to be live. Um, we're going to be live for majority of the draft. I believe we might probably be live for basically the whole draft, to be honest with you. Um, make sure you guys, like I said, make sure you guys like and subscribe. Obviously, there is a everything is in the information is down below. Make sure you check out the info box down below in the channel and i hope you guys see you on thursday for the nfl draft and i hope you guys stay safe and see you later Make everything right. Monday night football coming on tonight.